We're at the U.S. Open of Cyclocross here at the Sealskins tent. Starting out, uh, we're going to go mobile, walk around, uh, talk to some of the people here. Uh, riders and vendors uh, should be a great day. The weather is incredible. It was 45 degrees this morning. Now it's already up into the 70s. No wind. Well, I guess there's a light breeze. Uh, partly cloudy skies. Sun's out. It's just absolutely gorgeous. So excited to be here. And as always, I'm your host, George Thomas, uh, Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. You know, and here I am wandering around. It's a lot more fun than just staying stationary, going mobile. And here we are at the Cliff Bar tent. It's so great to see you guys out here at the U.S. Open of Cyclocross. Um, it's fun. What a gorgeous day. It's not really cyclocross weather not at all. It feels a lot like summer, but we're excited to be out here on a beautiful day in Boulder. Hard for you not to be riding? Absolutely. <laughs> We'd love to be on our bikes, but we also are psyched to be supporting the racers who are out there riding. Any new products you want to just tell us about? You know, we have our array of products. We have our athlete series. We have our new Cliff Organic Energy Food, which is an awesome new um, fruit smoothie, vegetable smoothie in a pouch, which has been really awesome for us to be ha have out here for uh, riders to try. And people can come by and get samples? Absolutely. Come on by. We'd be happy to give you a taste. And this was so professional of me, but I didn't get your name. <laughs> My name is Tara. <laughs> All right. Great to meet you. Cliff Bar here at the U.S. Open at Cyclocross. Thanks very much. You know, it's so fun being out here. I'm glad that uh, we took a few minutes out of the day to uh, come down to this event. Wish we could stay longer. Here, we're at the 1020 tent. Um, who are we speaking with? My name is Laura Wisner. And what exactly is 1020? So 1020 is our presenting sponsor, and they are a nail and waxing salon here in Boulder. And yet I see the 1020 kits all over the place. You guys have wild kits. I love them. <laughs> we do. That's how we reel the women in is with the fashion and the style. And then we hold their hand through the whole cycling experience. And if they want to race, we'll get them to the, the start line. And if they don't want to race, we'll lead them on rides. So you actually are a team that's very inclusive. We're an all-inclusive. We, we actually um, make our rides very similar to the ski resorts out here where we have blue, green, and black rides. And so you just jump on the ride that feels good for you. If you want to go real fast, you go on a black ride. If you want to take a lazy Sunday ride, go on a green ride. How can people get in touch with 1020? It's team1020cycling.com. It's T-E-N-2-0. And so you've got people out here racing? We did. We had a huge crew out here this morning at 7.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was before the sun officially came up. But uh, we had a couple of DNFs, but everybody came over with a, a smile on their face at the end. So hard for you not to be riding now. It's such a gorgeous day. It is such a gorgeous day, but because I got my miles in at uh, the crack of dawn, now I can just sit and relax and cheer on everybody else. Great to meet you. Thanks for being out here. Thanks for stopping by. And here we are at one of the busiest areas at the U.S. Open of Cyclocross, the Scratch Truck Trailer. Uh, beautiful smells coming here at the grills that are set up, and uh, Alan Lim always having fun, of course. Alan, it's just great to see you out here. The girls just left. It's been crazy. Sorry. Sorry. You never need to apologize. What are you, what are you cooking up today? Uh, we're making up our classic chicken tikka masala. You know, this was Bijou's recipe from his family. I modified it a little bit with his sister's advice, though. So, Always serving good food? Uh, we do our best, you know. I mean, it is food, and they better eat it. 
you know, yeah, of course it's good food. What do you think we do out here? Come on, man. <laughs> taste. Taste. Taste matters. It does, and that's what makes your products so great. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, you have to focus on everything, right? We have this technocentric view of the world where everything has to be scientific and innovative and technology-based, but there's also the ethnocentric way of living, you know, how we inherit tradition from our elders or our parents, right? And I think that our parents really focused on taste, and we all of a sudden started thinking about carbohydrate, protein, and fat. Well, in this chicken tiki masala dish, we have both. So, real quick, I know you're super busy, but, uh, you know, the effort you guys put into just about every weekend at all these events, the, the work that goes into this is just incredible. How do you do it? It's insane. I don't know. It kind of pisses me off sometimes. Um, it's unreasonable amount of work. And sometimes I think, like, screw it. We're never doing this again. In fact, probably after every single event we do, I'm just like, we're, we're shutting it down. We're never doing this again. This is too much work. It's too inconvenient. It's too much of a hassle. Nobody else lives like this. Why are we even trying? And then you start to suck your thumb. You roll up in the fetal position. And then about a week later, you forget all the pain and you do it again. It's just like a bike ride. Because there is. There's great energy out here. Here you are just, what, building your arm strength stirring the chicken marsala uh how did you how did you get brought into this how did i get brought into this how did i get talked into this <laughs> serendipity and um i don't know a love of cookies maybe that was probably what brought me in what's your name my name is lentine well we've been seeing you quite a bit it's good to have you part of the scratch team thanks a lot alan thank Welcome. you say something to bijou oh, of course i am i saw him Bijou Thomas, always a pleasure. George Thomas, my long-lost cousin. Of course. I, you know, I've had uh, people from India actually requesting me as a friend on Facebook named George Thomas. You Dude, told because me. Um, where I'm from in uh, Kerala, uh, everyone has a last name Thomas, and there's a bazillion dudes named George Thomas. You would be a very popular man in India. I need to move then because I'm should. not that popular over here. <laughs> oh, buddy, you're plenty popular. What's going on? What are you up to today? You know, I just decided to go mobile out here. It's fun talking with uh, different people. You all can't get out and wander around. And I yes. thought, you know what? I can. Are you live right now? I'm not live, but it's going to be live in about an hour. Brilliant, sir. It's lovely. Uh, so Al's cooking up curry. Yeah, there's nothing like curry at a cross race. I can't wait for it to get cold and snowy. It's going to be the most amazing and then we're going to work it out to where we're going to have a little curry shop action soon next to the scratch action. Oh, you are? We're going to, yeah, we're talking about it right now. give this stuff up. Well, so I haven't been to a bike race since I opened up the restaurant, and I just realized how much I missed this whole community. I miss my friends. Well, we're looking forward to doing a show out of your restaurant. Brilliant, sir. Anytime you want. Great to see you. Yeah. Good seeing you, George. Thanks for stopping over, bud. Brandon Dwight here at the Boulder Cycle Sport tent. Great to see you out here. You've got quite the team. Yeah, we've got a um, great, great cyclocross program. We have um, on the top level, we have three professional riders that we support oh, that travel around and do the UCI point races. Uh, two women, Amanda Miller and Chris Anthony, and then a U23 rider, Grant Elwood, who stays more local and he'll do more UCI races as the season progresses. And then we have our club team that's more of a regionally based, you know, uh, Colorado team. How do you do it? You run a very successful business here in Boulder, two shops, uh, yet you're out here racing. It, it seems like everybody talks about how I, oh my gosh, I, you know, this is, I'm doing what I love, opening a bike shop, working at a bike shop, and then you never have time to ride. <laughs> well, um, 
I consider it part of the job too to be out here, like you know, walking the walk and talking the talk. But also, um, I have great support. I've got a, you know great staff at the store that I know can handle the store when I'm not there, um, and my wife is a great support as well. So, and it's just even if I didn't have the bike shops, I'd probably still race cyclocross. I just love the community and the culture around it. So. Is that the main focus of your team? We have. We have a road club and a mountain bike club, oh, in, the, separate club. In, in the summer, and then we have our cyclocross team slash club in the fall, and that's definitely gets more of our effort. Um, it's a little easier to support the cyclocross club in the fall because the business isn't as busy because it's the end of the, the uh, cycling season for most of our customers. So we can spend a little more time focusing on the cyclocross program. How big is your team, and how inclusive is it? Um, we're close to a hundred members on the really? club, and that that includes like our professional riders all the way down to the beginners that we invite on the team too. And it's open to anybody. Our whole goal is to get new people into the sport. So for the last ten years of Boulder Cycle Sport, we've always had a club team where anybody's welcomed. And our goal is to just get more people into the sport. So we teach people how to do it, what the equipment they need, the technique, what races to, to try to go to because the courses might be more fun or less intimidating. And um, and it's inclusive. I mean, it's we we get this reputation of being this like pro elitist team, and I think it's because we have like a strong brand and a you know good professional look. But the reality is we're open to anybody. So beginners all the way up to pros, and we try to support it all. Got to say, love your shop. My wife is so happy with her mosaic. My daughter's happy with her live. And, uh, yeah, you guys have certainly kept us in bicycles. Well, we appreciate the support. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Brandon Dwight, Bowler Cycle Sport at the U.S. Open of Cyclocross here in Boulder, Colorado. Okay, I'm having the most fun I have out at the U.S. Open of Cyclocross here in Boulder. I'm, uh, I've got Jameson here between my legs at the uh, CycleWorks neutral support tent. Jameson's pretty awesome. He, he is a dog. He, <laughs> We're he here is, with Mike. <laughs> he is a big uh, puppy, that's for sure. So neutral support, in, anyone can come over here and get their bike worked on? Anybody, uh, anybody that's racing, come over and get their bike adjusted or tuned up, any help they need, we'll take care of it. How busy do you get? Because um, I'm sure people do come out here with a bike that's really not ready to race, as silly as that might sound. Yeah, we do about uh, five or ten bikes a race, I would say. You do? Uh, helping people out, getting them dialed in, pumping their tires up, adjusting their gears, all that good stuff. Tell us about CycleWorks and why are you out here? Uh, local bike shop here in Boulder. Um, just out here, support the community and... Uh, get the name out there. Tough for you not to be racing today. The weather's beautiful. It's not cyclocross weather, that's for sure. It's definitely not cyclocross weather. No. So, yeah, it's good to be here. Do you come out to most of the events? Uh, all the Without Limits uh, cyclocross races. Yep, We're the neutral sport at all those events. So. I imagine you get busier when it's snowy and muddy? A lot busier when the conditions are worse. A lot of people crashing, you know, practicing. Very good to meet you. Thanks for being out here. And Jameson, you're an awesome dog. <laughs> and now we're here with Dan Dombrowski at the Amy D Foundation tent. Dan, it's good to meet you. Uh, yeah, thanks. Likewise. So tell us a little bit about the foundation. 
So uh, the Amy D Foundation, uh, we started um, after my sister Amy uh, passed away. Uh, we saw it as an opportunity to build something constructive in the cycling community out of what would otherwise just be a tragedy. And um, it's uh, the concept of it, uh, the cycling community really wrapped itself around and um and it's been wonderful to have that support we couldn't have uh we couldn't have made it work without that support and no kidding you've been amazing amazingly supportive of cycling tell us about the team that you put together this year yeah um so we've we've had uh um, kind of a diverse set of programs all within the original vision and scope of essentially building um, opportunity, participation, and um, equality in, in the sport for young women. And um, so we do everything from uh, we've had uh, young, uh, we've had uh, camps for, um, for young women, uh, for young girls, I should say, just 7 to 14. That's in collaboration with the Little really? Bellas. Yeah, just getting them out on bikes. We call it mentoring on bikes. You know, it's a great program, just getting more girls out on bikes. All the way up to um, elite developmental programs like our um, cyclocross program, and uh, and also, um, for instance, we had a uh, composite team in USA Pro Challenge in the road event this year. Um, and uh, you know, for us, um, we see it as a holistic approach to developing the the sport. So I also saw Mara Abbott on your team tour the Gila. It was great seeing her representing the foundation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's a wonderful person to have involved with the organization on multiple levels. I mean, certainly, you know, she and Amy had a great relationship, and uh, and then at an event like USA Pro Challenge, it was such a it was such a big deal to have the inaugural multi-day women's event at USA Pro Challenge right here in Colorado. Um, Mara being um, a, uh, you know, a, a proud Colorado cyclist and, uh, and us being a, a Colorado-based organization, it's great, you know, to, to have, to be working together. But also, um, just in terms of what we're trying to do for the sport, it's amazing to have her involved because you can pair someone that has this um, depth of experience like Mara with some younger development riders in this composite team structure and it and it's just a wonderful way to uh, to provide some new opportunities for some young um, upcoming talent to not only compete at that level but to compete on the same team with someone like like Mara you know there's a whole mentoring component with it that's hugely important where can people go to get more information about the organization? emedfoundation.org, uh, and you can also find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Great meeting you. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. And it's amazing who you run into at an event like uh, this. Michael Robson, it's been a while. Yeah, we haven't done a show for a couple of weeks. Just like Butter, beautiful new kits, uh, debuting the team out here, or...? Yeah, we've been racing racing um, separately. We haven't really got together that many times. So this is the, one of the first weekends where we're all together. The three, well, there's only three of us. <laughs> I know you were out at Cross Vegas, but yeah, I mean, I thought this oh, yeah. was when you were all first time together. Yep, yeah. Um, so we're going to do this whole weekend together, and um, no, there's no chicks. My wife's out of town, so we're having a 
as John puts it, a flop house for cyclocross races at my house. Uh, you seeing the uh, butter device in full use out here? Uh, yeah, I've definitely, you definitely see them around, and you know, people come up and ask questions about it and stuff like that, too. Like just, uh, it's kind of, you definitely see a little bit of action on that. Where are you expecting to place in the Elite Pro Race? <laughs> uh, I'm not even racing it, so. Oh, you're not? No, no, I already raced. I'm done. Oh, okay. Well, how'd it go? Tell so, us well, about the course. Apparently, I'm not dirty enough. You're, you're not dirty. <laughs> no, it went great. Um, just like this, you know, really rough, hard course here and um, got around pretty quickly, rode nice and smooth, so I'm happy with it. And I mean, it's not cyclocross weather. I've been saying no. that with just about everybody I've talked to. It's a beautiful day. Um, how does that affect the race? It sucks for me. I hate it. Like, I want mud or snow or something. And, you know, this is... The heat is... I mean, you know, I don't mind heat that much. It's just hard to recover when you're racing two days in a row and you've got to drink enough water and make sure you eat enough food. But, yeah, it just doesn't feel very crossy. Like, I wish it was a lot colder and a lot nastier. Well, I know we're going to be doing more shows coming up because it is cyclocross season and uh, it's kind of your favorite. This is your reason for existing. Yeah, pretty much. Like, we better start scheduling some shows and talking about cross because it's right. not cross weather, so we've got to talk about it at least. <laughs> All right, well, I'll let you get back to your flop house weekend and we'll check Man, in. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Michael Robson here at the U.S. Open of Cyclocross. And here we are with Frank from FastCat. Uh, how's it going? It's great to see you out here. You guys are so involved with the cyclocross community. Jeremy Powers Camp. Um, I couldn't even say Jeremy very well because of my diminishing cold. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see you out here racing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was good. good race this morning. Super fun course. Um, yeah, you know, Lance and those guys really put on a great race. And the course this year is it's better than just a local race i mean this weekend because it's national caliber so it's really hard and tough are there standards that are different because it's uci i don't know i don't think so i mean i think uh locally when you have like a local race out here i'd have to ask lance what the because they put on the the local races here oh they do okay without limits yeah yeah but you know this weekend being UCI, I think they, they pulled out all the stops and made it. I mean, because it it's the same course as Nationals was in 2013. So, oh, it is? Yeah. So it's extra challenging. <laughs> what, uh, what part of the challenge do you enjoy the most? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, in our race, so our race, Masters, Men, 40-plus, uh, and there were our, our field is stronger today. Because there's a lot of guys that normally race the the Open Pro, but because that's UCI, they oh they came into forty. Wow. They come into forty plus because they can't um, earn UCI points. So we have Pete and Brandon and Christian and uh, uh, this uh, fellow Paul from Oklahoma. And so yeah, you know our field's just way stronger. And uh, yeah, you have to rise to the occasion. Okay, uncomfortable question for you. Is it hard for you? Do you feel added pressure because you are a coach? In fact, you own a coaching facility <laughs> and have a number of coaches yeah. under you. Um, the people you coach, they're, they're watching you. That's right, yeah. I mean, you got you to gotta walk the walk because you talk the talk. And, uh, yeah, so every time you get out here, you got to give it your all and uh, do your best for sure. And you have to do that in training. And so, I mean... I only come out here and cross and race if I can do my best. 
So, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I love audio much better than video. I'm totally born to do radio. Uh -huh. um, but I'd love to have a picture of your face right now because your enthusiasm and happiness is so obvious about this sport. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, like racing today, like because we've worked with a lot of the athletes and spectators out here, it's really fun because they're like, come on, Frank. And so like at every part of the course, I'm getting, come on, Frank. And, you know, people are calling me Cheetah Man on the stairs. And, you know, you can't slow down when that's happening. You got to keep going your fastest. So it's really fun in that, in that way. Well, it tells you you're doing a good job when they're supporting rather than heckling. It's true. Oh, I get heckling too, yeah. Yeah, Larry, you know, the, Larry's really good at that. Frank, it's great to see you out here. Thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you. And here we are at the Allele tent with Derek Wyback. Allele, what? You've got a California bear on your shirt, on your hat. You guys traveled a long way to come here. Yeah, we're a little bit out of place today. And actually, uh, this is my first time to Boulder. I've uh, been to Denver a bunch. And um, yeah, Allele, we've been around for about a year and a half now. And now I'm kind of, um, after we, you know, we set up our own factory just north of San Diego, about a half an hour north in uh, Vista, California, not too far from the beach, to, uh, to make high-end cycling gear that we loved and, you know, could share with others. And now I'm kind of out getting the, getting the word out. So I was in Portland last week and Austin before that, and I'm going to Chicago next week. Wow. So. And I'm assuming now that you've been here, you are going to visit Boulder more often? Yeah, Boulder is one of, uh, it's a huge market for us in terms of just the ridership, uh, the quality of riders, the people that we're looking to get in our gear. And it's just such a, a fun town to be in. So on a personal level, I want to come spend time in Boulder. You know, I've got a bunch of friends that, that uh, live and ride here and work here. So, uh, you know, I'm thinking about maybe even setting up a little office and uh, I'll be up here every couple months. Very nice. Now, the clothing custom clothing market seems like it's really competitive. Is it tough starting a new company? It is. And for us, my partner Ryan and I, you know, we come from a racing background and my partner Ryan used to own Sock Guy for about 10 years. And I worked with him for about five or six. And then I went to help Pactimo uh, launch their um, basically their West Coast presence. So I worked from home and I had a bunch of contacts from my days at Sockeye. So I helped those guys for a little bit and then I left Pactimo and my partner sold Sockeye and we decided, you know what, there's a market out there for higher quality US made custom and retail gear. So we import everything from uh, Italy and Switzerland and we laser cut it. So unlike most people that are uh, using like these traditional old school saws where there's, you know, variance in the, in the fit and whatnot, we decided we'd spend, you know, $100,000 on a laser cutter so our fit is ultra precise and um, people love it. It probably doesn't help that uh, the person running the podcast mispronounces the name of your company, Eliel. Yeah, <laughs> you can say you can say Eliel. Actually, the it's an old Hebrew name, and it's Ryan, my partner's middle name. So he's the he's the uh, uh, the principal founder and owner of the company. And when we were thinking about the company name, we wanted it to be unique. I mean, of course, you have to think about things like, you know, is the website owned and this and that. But we were looking at all these designer brands, and that's what we wanted to be. We wanted to be a designer brand for the cycling industry. So we look at people like Ralph Lauren or Hugo Boss, and it's all named after the designer. So we were sitting around thinking about names. I'm like, well, my name is, my middle name is useless. What's your middle name? And he tells me it's, it's Eliel or Elial. 
And it's an old Hebrew name that he got somewhere um, in his family history, and it means um, my God is God, or we loosely translate it to the best of the best. And we thought that was fitting, and we got a cool logo out of it. So, and it's a personal thing. So we tell people, okay, this is our this is our clothing brand. We put our name on it. We stand behind it. Well, you have some beautiful stuff. Um, what was your influence? Uh, you bring a lot of your race background, yeah, race background and preferences to what you're doing. I'm sure. Right. So you know, Ryan and I, you know, come from a racing background. We actually met uh, during our college racing days. He was at uh, the Univers- University of California, San Diego, and I was at SDSU. And we both, uh, you know, he had owned a bike shop, and we had worked in the cycling industry, um, and he had raced pro for a little bit. And we couldn't find anything or we didn't see anything in the market that we really could say was um, something that we would spend our money on, hard-earned money. So, and we had talked to a bunch of other, you know, clients and racer friends. And, you know, there's, like you said, there's plenty of competition in the market from well-known names like, you know, Castelli and Asos. Um, And we wanted to be, you know, basically the Asos quality for the custom market. So the, the printing is so expensive, um, the sublimation process, that usually what happens is the, um, the quality of the clothing gets turned down for the most part. So you put all the, all the you know, time and effort into the printing and the sublimation, well, okay, maybe the chamois gets a little bit cheaper. So we, we said, you know what, we can't compete with companies like Primal or Pactimo or you know Corey that's come on the market and everything where everything's made in China so we had to go high-end first and um, and it's been fantastic we're about a year and a half into it we started off with two employees and now we've got like 24 people in our own facility so where can people go to get more information what are your minimum orders uh, minimum order is uh, just 10 pieces per style Delivery time is super fast. Um, right now, it's like two or three weeks. We actually uh, upgraded our factory, and we're you know just planning for a lot of growth in year two. So right now, we can turn stuff super quick. Standard delivery time is just uh, six weeks, and we've got a fantastic design staff that will help you you know really boost your brand. You know, if, if there's a lot of people out here, you know their club is their brand, and we have that design background and that eye to show people like this is what you should and shouldn't do with your kit. Website? Elielcycling.com. E-L-I-E-L cycling.com. Thanks very much. Good to meet you. Pleasure. And that wraps it up for us at the U.S. Open Cyclocross Boulder, Colorado, Valmont Bike Park. For Over the Top Cycling, I'm George Thomas.